Thanks for joining me on the Tech of Sports and iHeartRadio this week. And uh, there's been plenty of books uh, that have come out that have been written about Muhammad Ali, but I found a really unique one and uh, a great author to talk about it. It's uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, the untold story, painter, poet, and prophet. And joined here today by uh, historian Rodney Hilton Brown. And uh, a great story and uh, a great book, Rodney. Thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be speaking with you, especially about one of the greatest figures of the 20th century, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, an important figure in sports and history, uh, worldwide, uh, in politics, uh, you name it, um, was Cassius Clay. Um, and now uh, we all, most people know him as Muhammad Ali. And, and uh, more than just a boxer is kind of what I take from your book, uh, Rodney, and just... Uh, Great details and uh, great images, and it's a uh, uh, it's definitely in, in, in our house. It's uh, uh, sitting uh, right next to the uh, the sofa, and uh, I love paging through it. Kind of take me behind uh, the story and the inspiration behind it. Well, it's um, aside the other side of Muhammad Ali is amazingly with all the hundreds of books that have been written about him. Uh, the sides that I cover in my book are relatively unknown. The fact that he was an artist all of his life, that he was taught by his father, who was a professional artist as he grew up, the fact that he spent a lot of time um, getting some painting uh, lessons from Leroy Neiman, who attended all of his fights sure. uh, and sketched them and, and painted them. And uh, it's, it's just amazing. So the uh, it was um, an honor that I was able able to collect uh, some 42 years ago uh, a group of his original uh, paintings and drawings uh, that number uh, about 50 pieces. And I have four paintings that were painted by his father, Cassius Clay uh, Sr. And then some of these uh, drawings are social justice drawings that go back over half a century ago when they were published uh, by Ralph Ginsburg in issue number one of Avant-Garde magazine. And this artwork was you know, painted at the time of the assassination of Martin Luther King and the Detroit riot. And it was a, a very uh, pivotal time in our history that Ali was expressing his social justice issues, um, not just through a microphone, but uh, on, on another type of canvas. Um, part two of the book covers Ali the poet. He was quite a poet, and this book contains about uh, over 40 of his uh, poems, making it the largest anthology of Ali's poetry uh, ever put together in one place. And then the third part of the book is about Ali the prophet, Ali uh, the diplomat, and the many diplomatic missions that he went on to try to free hostages around the world. Uh, in one case with Saddam Hussein, he got the American hostages freed there just before the bombing started in the Iraq war. And we did speeches at the UN um, against uh, uh, apartheid and for the freedom of the black people in Namibia. And back at that time, the United Nations couldn't get any traction on the issue of the freedom of the people of Namibia, because Namibia didn't have any gold, it didn't have any oil, it didn't have any diamonds, nobody gave a damn. 
but when I brought Ali to the UN and we gave a, a full speech in front of the UN against apartheid, we unveiled a, a painting called Let My People Go um, in conjunction with a poem that uh, he composed to go along with the unveiling of that painting. The poem was, spread the word around the world, tell both friend and foe, I'm fighting for freedom, South Africa, so let my people go. And it brought the house down, sure. standing ovation. Sure. And to to be a part of that uh, these many years ago, I, sometimes I had to, to pinch myself to see where this uh, skinny white guy from Philadelphia was actually uh, with and what I was doing. But it was it was certainly, uh, we did make some valuable contributions, I believe. Yeah, it's great to have this all in one book. Uh, honored to be joined by Rodney Hilton Brown, veteran, uh, collector, author of now of... Uh, Muhammad Ali, The Untold Story, and uh, uh, Rodney, did did Ali find, a, a lot of athletes love art and uh, collecting artwork and, and, and observing art, uh, but did Ali find some solace, some peace in, uh, in his paintings and the artwork? What was his, uh, kind of his motivation uh, behind, uh, you know, uh, being an art aficionado? I, I think Ali said it once in his own words best, uh, which is quoted in the book, and that is, he said, I draw pictures with meanings. So he didn't claim to be a great artist. He was drawing pictures of uh, either quintessential pictures of himself in the boxing ring or quintessential social justice drawings uh, uh, that, that highlighted the racial issues and tensions of not only back 50 years ago when he drew uh, these, but also that persists to this very day. Sure. And he was a man of peace and a man of, of love. And even though he was the, the greatest uh, Black Lives fighter of all times, I believe he was also a man of peace and love. And many of the autographs that he gave to young children had written on it, peace and love. And that's what he was really uh, all about. Yeah, about so many things and uh, so many things, so many different things to different people. Uh, Rodney Hilton Brown were joined by uh, art dealer, friend of Muhammad Ali, now author of Muhammad Ali, The Untold Story, painter, poet, and prophet. I can't recommend it enough. And uh, uh, his poetry, uh, Rodney, um, where did he get that inspiration from? I, I think it just came naturally, because he wasn't um, formally well-educated, but he was smart as hell. In fact, he was beyond street smart. He was, he was beyond, um, he was street brilliant. And it was just uh, an incredible thing. He could remember these poems that were five and 10 minutes uh, long. Sometimes one or two words would be interposed, but he, he, once he composed a poem, he remembered it uh, word for word. And his greatest poem, I think, is We Came in Chains, and if you've got a minute, I'll recite it. We came in chains, we came in misery. Now all our suffering and pains are now part of history. We came in chains, we must remember that. By that and that alone explains exactly where we're at. We came in chains, we came as living loot. So they could boast slave-gotten gains that were grown beneath their boot. 
We came in chains, how our blood was spilled, together with our sweat that stains this nation we helped build. We came in chains, we didn't volunteer, yet today the fact remains we're still held captive here. We came in chains, now we say turn us loose, now that may go against your green, still is no excuse. We came in chains, now who's going to bear the cost till every one of us regains the freedom we have lost? We came in chains, but now your choice must be to either blow out our brains or else just set us free. Yeah, there's so many, uh, so many poignant things. Yeah, so many poignant things in this book. That's fantastic. And uh, I know this book was uh, uh, was a lot of hard work, but a labor of love for you, Rodney. And uh, uh, we definitely miss Ali. And uh, this book maybe brings us closer to knowing, uh, getting a little more uh, knowledge about who the man was. And uh, great, great book. And uh, can't recommend it enough. The Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, the untold story, painter, poet, and prophet, available just about anywhere. And uh, Rodney, thanks for coming on this week. My pleasure. It's an honor. An honor to talk to you, Rodney. Great, great job, and talk to you soon. Great. Thanks.